going places. Coming to you live. I'll tell you what, we've got a smoking day going on today. Those of you who are regular followers, you know all about faces going places. Those that don't, you tell your friends because this is going to be a fantastic day. We have some guests now that are just world-renowned. They're famous. They do everything that you can think about. And they're going to be here today sharing some good information with you. I want all our listeners to remember that Faces Going Places is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So any donations that you want to give, you can give it through us on PayPal or you can call Faces Going Places, 443-650-2142. Today, folks, we're going to talk to some people that are legacies in their own right. They've been doing a lot of things uh, on the local level, but also they have a national presence, too. And what we try to do at Faces Going Places is to have a community-oriented, positive show. We don't deal with the negative things. If we don't have a solution, we don't want to talk about them. So you'll probably hear some people today that you never thought they were even in existence. And yet it's a part of the culture that we grew up in. And I'm going to be proud to present to you some one of them is a guy who's been coaching. uh, I don't know, probably as long as I am old, probably 40, 50 years. This gentleman has been. uh... Hey, guess what? The board's lighting up. So I think we got a caller. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Dr. Butler, it's Frank Luca calling. Frank Luca, I, I was just talking about you. I talked you up. How you doing, Coach? I'm doing fine, thank you. Listen, for our listeners that uh, probably just joined us, uh, Frank Luca is a legend. He's one of those legends. And not only is he a legend, but he's made legends. This is a gentleman uh, he and I have been friends for quite a while now, Coach Wright. <laughs> And uh, he has coached, uh, I want him to tell you a little bit about his history, but he's a, a people's kind of person, and he really is a legend. He's done uh, so many things, made so many people. When he and I are together, the people look at him as the legend, and they look at me as the bag carrier. He knows everybody, and he is one of the most pleasant people that I've ever met. He's honest. He is loyal. And he is always trying to do things that work in the community. And today, I'm going to let him take as much time as he wants, and I'll tell you when we have to take a break. But folks, get by your radio, call a friend, and I want to introduce to some of you who already know and those who don't, Mr. Frank Luca, my partner and friend. Frank, tell us what you're into. I know you're doing a lot of stuff. First of all, good morning to everyone. Um, I appreciate Doc giving me the opportunity to basically come on and uh, discuss our uh, newest uh, item in education called the Step Ahead uh, Program app. And we're excited about this app because it, it should be used in all communities for youth, and it comes under our nonprofit uh, ACE, the 501c3 uh, Nonprofit charitable organization. So this this item here for grades nine through twelve and into the uh, freshman year of college should should be given away. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, probably not a nonprofit or it's not a for profit uh, item. It's to be used and serving the community. So uh, all all children, all what, students. What grades? 
what grade, Frank? Well, uh, the app starts in the ninth grade, going through the twelfth grade, and also the unique part about it is, is that we would follow uh, the student from uh, transitioning from twelfth grade into college. So if they need uh, our help uh, as a continuum, we can we can provide that with our in-step uh, coach model. So the student would have a coach, uh, and there would be nothing better than having somebody there to uh, help uh, answer questions along the way, especially if it's the first time a student has been away from home or even uh, going to community college and working uh, and uh, making an adjustment from high school to college. Well, Frank, the, uh, Coach, tell issue, me something. What, the what? issue that it addresses, Doc, is uh, there's about 56% uh, of students that basically drop out uh, after the first year of uh, uh, attending college, whether mm. it's mm-hmm. community mm. college or a four-year college. You have about 56% dropout rate because of the lack of uh non-academic uh, skills, not identifying and not knowing how to uh, cope with uh, those uh, soft skills. That's and a big problem, what, isn't it, on campus now? Not only do the kids go to college, but isn't it a big uh, big problem with them staying in? Like you said, that, that stay, high... Uh, staying mm-hmm. in also is uh, another problem that we see because, again, the, the non-academic schools and the identification of... Uh, uh, strategies that are put forth by our work uh, help students to understand that if they follow and they uh, advise their coach, um, it has the potential to have them graduate in uh, in four years. Mm. Uh, and that seems to be the universal problem is that to get a bachelor degree, uh, kids are probably taking between five and six years. Well, what, wow. what does that present at the home front? Well, it's debilitating the cost of education today. And to have another two years tacked on to the uh, four-year expense is just exhausting to most parents. Uh, and parents that uh, the student is the first generation to go to college, those parents uh, don't have an understanding or don't uh, don't have the background and experience to understand where um, where these barriers are coming from. So in our work, we set aside um, specifically for parents um, a lot of questions and answers that they would have uh, about financial aid, about uh, scholarship awards, about just uh, getting their son or daughter to college. I mean, there's a whole expense there. Mm-hmm. You know, in 08, it took us uh, two years to develop and write our publications. Uh, and we have three series of publications that we've written. Uh, college prep, uh, the career preparation. Uh, if a student decides not to go to college right away, they could use the help from our career uh, series. And then our transition readiness series. That's everything that students should understand about how, how to become ready to, to move forward with independent life. Uh, they come forward through uh, being ready academically, being ready emotionally and logistically. 
and what are those uh, those areas, especially if a student leaves home, they get on, onto a university campus, and here they are in a dormitory space, usually with another student, and uh, that starts everything. How do you emotionally tie into uh, living with another person and all of the demands of academic life along with logistical issues that maybe the student has never uh, experienced. Like, for example, as simple as this is, operating a washer and dryer, um, getting um, your meal tickets uh, in line. Uh, so an organization uh, flow of these non-academic skills um, are are very important. And I, I remember uh, President Obama said, uh, you know, to be ready or is is to look at the emotional and social intelligence of the individual. That's true. So, How did you get um, started with all this stuff? I mean, what led you, you know, you, you I, <clears throat> I know how extensive your background is, but uh, tell our audience, because sometimes people have in mind to go in a certain uh, field, certain area, and I like for them to get kind of get to know our guests, because all of our guests hopefully will be repeaters coming back. But so people really know, I know that you're a legend. But just give us a little background and tell us maybe a couple of people that you made, because I know the history, but I want our listeners uh, to Our understand. connection isn't uh, that good. I can hardly hear you. Okay, I was saying, let's tell the people a little about your background and how you got to where you are and the kind of impact that you really had, okay. not only here, but all around. Well, it's, you know, started in uh, education back in the 70s uh, when I came out of the uh, Marine Corps, spent uh, six years and four months active duty during the uh, Cuban Missile Crisis all the way through Dominican Republic in the uh, Vietnam era. And coming out and uh, basically going back to school, getting my education and uh, wanting to help uh, students and also to, to coach. I thought uh, that's where I belong. So uh, started off my teaching experience at Edmondson High School in Baltimore City which was wonderful, had a lot of great kids that I worked with. And uh, so I had about 30 years of uh, in-the-classroom experience, and then I also wandered off into the juvenile justice area where I, I uh, worked programs for um, uh, applied learning at the uh, Hickey School, uh, which I was there for four years, uh, developing programs for uh, kids that were locked up and getting ready to be discharged and uh, discharged to what? Where, where do they go? So we developed aftercare for, uh, for those kids on education, housing, internship, uh, uh, help uh, places to, to get help when they were discharged. Um, and then also I worked at the adult uh, prison system where I uh, uh, volunteered services uh, for teaching GED and uh, computer and technology training. Those guys experience. loved you out there too, don't they? That's that's where you had uh, me come. Uh, uh, Re-entering back into society, so it's been a, um, uh, a a labor of love and service uh, to people that needed help most of all. So yeah. You coach, uh, you coach basketball. Who who are some of the people background. that you know in the uh, the sports field? 
I know you have a lot of people that have come through you, and our audience may know some of them. Uh, well, you know, I was uh, I was fortunate enough to work with a lot of uh, great coaches, uh, especially in basketball. Uh, uh, and I worked for Wes Unsell for about six years uh, in the off season of uh, in the summertime. So I worked for Wes. Uh, who was uh, a legend from the Baltimore Bullets? Uh, oh yeah, yeah. He's still Bullets. around. He's got a school now. Yeah, uh, and, like a daycare center. Um, Sydney Moncrief also. I did a lot of work with Sydney uh, at the University of Arkansas. Um, Sydney uh, played in the NBA for Milwaukee Bucks and was an assistant coach there. Uh, All American at Arkansas. Uh, so you know if I. Had about a half hour, an hour. I can uh, name drop a lot. Well, we we're gonna we're gonna uh, let you come back right now. I got to get ready yeah. for a little commercial break, do a little house cleaning. But uh, I, I'd like to invite you to come back on again because uh, I know that's just the tip of the iceberg on some of the things that you're doing in terms of internship programs and just good community work. So I'd like to invite you to be kind of a regular. I, and let I, us know. I would love that. Mm-hmm. And I know that, that you do a lot with the STEM program. And thanks a lot, Doc. I appreciate the opportunity uh, to uh, basically pass over some of the uh, information that we have. Well, if you stick around, we may get a chance to uh, talk to you a little more. But right now, i got to break away. I want to thank you for coming. And like I said, if you don't have anything to do, uh, we'll be on for an hour. No problem. Uh, We'll do it together. And I know our listeners, if they, you had a number or something, if they want to get more information, do you have any uh, contact or you're yeah, still working it, on it? 443-416-8971. And what we could use now is we have the program developed, uh, content developed. Uh, we just need some philanthropic sponsorship to say, these programs are worthwhile and they should be given to students to use. So I'd love to be able to uh, tie in with the school system. Okay. Well, we got to, we got to take a little break right now, Frank, but like I said, if we can, uh, we can get you back on and thank thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, later on, we want you to talk about your girls that doing the dancing uh, programs and we just got a lot to talk about. So (laughs) Uh, that was a quick 15 minutes, but uh, we were going to include you at the end of the show. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes.
Hello, folks. Welcome back. i tell you one thing. This is an exciting day. I, we have some powerful people coming on the show today. So when they give the number, you want to be ready to write it down because everything that we'll be talking about, we are going to, we hope that we all will learn something from these people. They've been out there working in their specific lanes, doing a great job for the community. And as all of you know, if you are regular listeners, we only do a positive show. If you don't bring something positive to the table, you may as well stay out the room. And I have a gentleman with me now. He's been around, and he really could teach me a thing or two. He's been out there working in the community for years and years and years. He and his wife have been working programs, and he's always uh, learning. I go to the library a lot, and I saw him in the library so much, I thought that he worked there. But... uh, Nice gentleman, young person. Uh, every now and then, he slaps me on my head to keep me in line. But uh, you're going to like this gentleman. He has several programs of his own, too. But uh, bring the kids in. Bring your neighbors in. Call somebody because they're getting ready to hear from Baba Jahi. All right. How you doing? In the studio. All right. Good afternoon, Dr. Butler. How you Good doing? Good afternoon. I'm fantastic, sir. That's great. That's great. Um, my name is... Uh, Baba Sitawi Jahi, and my wife is uh, Mama Cynthia Jahi, and we run an organization called Movements Unlimited, which is a 501c3 youth development uh, corporation, and we've been running that organization. We uh, created and founded that organization in 1987 and have been doing business since then. Uh, One of the highlights of our um, existence was we ran a former uh, city recreation center, which was called the Rodno Heights Recreation Center, and we turned it into the Rodno Heights Culture Center and ran that building for over 14 years and must have serviced, uh, I don't know how many thousands of, of youth, but I run into youth every day. I've been back in Baltimore now for a little, little over a year, and um, you know our journey carried us a lot of different places. And we have a program that we're doing right now called Healing Nations with Vacations. All right. Sounds good to me. Yes, sir. You know, vacations can do a lot for you. You know, you you ever take a vacation and you you go somewhere, you come back, it helps relieve stress. Uh, One of the other things that vacations do is it helps a whole lot with marital marital discomfort. Mm. Because, you know, hey, you know, your, your, your spouse, you know, hey, they'll get all, they, they'll get all tidied up, whatever, for, um, you know, going on vacation. They might get, you know, some new clothes and some other things. I know my wife does. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they, they just get more excited. They're they happy. They're they, they feeling something. And it, because um, travel creates memories. And, you know, basically... Think about places that you might have went when you was a child and, you know, the vacation that you went on. And, you know, I remember, you know, again, growing up as a child, uh, summer vacation was we used to go to uh, Princess Anne, Virginia, and that's where my great-grandmother had a farm. And uh, my great-grandfather, who was blind, um, you know, he attended to that farm, and he lived the ripe age of 94. Oh. And, you know, basically he, he used to have to run the clan away from the 
the farm. I used to one. I used to ask grandma. I say, I used to ask my great grandma. I say, well, you know how did how did he shoot at them? She said he was blind, but he could hear. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know the thing is, you know we have a lot that we can learn from um, those elders in our family. You know one of the things I used to tell the the young people was, especially when Thanksgiving come up, which we got coming up next week. I said, hey, when you get together with your family and you're celebrating Thanksgiving, do more to eat some turkey and watch some football. I said, you got all of those elders together in the room. Had them tell you stories, what it was like when they was growing up. Let them share with you uh, different things that they went through. Uh, and one of the things that I did when uh, me and my wife did when we ran our center, uh, I have an aunt. She's 93 now, but back then when we ran the center in the uh, in the early 80s, we used to have her come in and cook breakfast for the children. We did a, we had a breakfast program, and that breakfast program was called Morning Motivation. The basic thing was to make sure that children would have a decent meal before they started school in the morning. And she used to tell the children, say, look, don't be throwing none of my food in the trash can. But they had never ate such things as, like, you know, we used to have, uh, she would fry apples and mm other stuff and, um, you know, make uh, scrambled eggs, turkey bacon, because we didn't do no pork or anything, turkey bacon. And um, on Fridays, we have um, Big Breakfast Friday, which was, like, included waffles, sausages, eggs, uh, uh, pancakes, home fries. So the children got a, you know, they got a decent meal before they went to school. And sometimes, you know, they, they want to stay for seconds yeah. and, you know, uh, we end up going to school late. We said, "Tell me, we said we got to get you out of here in time." Even though school was right next door, right on Heights Elementary School, and so you know, we was able to do a lot with that program. And you know, like I said, we still get a lot of recognition from people from back in the day when we ran our program. And you know, we we just thankful for those experiences. Uh, we've been through a lot. Uh, our daughter, who uh, was a, a victim of, uh, well, a survivor of domestic violence. Uh, that's what caused us to leave Baltimore in 2004. Uh, we, we took off to uh, New Orleans where I went to college and went to school for years. And, you know, this was my return to New Orleans because my, uh, my good buddy, Kurt Pellerin, who was the vice president of the NAACP when I was the president of the NAACP, he allowed us to be able to stay at his home and, you know, because he had a culture center there called Ebony Square Culture Center. And so, you know, the thing that was ironic was that, you know, we was like, wow, you know, you run a culture center and we run in a culture center. And i never forget we was doing uh, Lights On After School, which is a program through J.C. Penney. And so we did a, had a Lights On After School program scheduled for New Orleans and one scheduled here for, uh, for Baltimore. And that was uh, that was scheduled for October or something. I was down in New Orleans, was, was doing the lights on after school program. And when uh, word came out to me uh, from my uh, from my wife that our daughter had been shot, then you know um, I had to make make my way back. How up old the was she? How old was your daughter? At the time, she was uh, twenty two. Mm, okay. Sorry to hear that. Yeah, and she's still paralyzed today, but she survived. And uh, her estranged husband, you know, he, he went and took his own life afterwards. 
Well, how can people get help you and help your wife? And I want to mention something. You were talking about Thanksgiving. Most people don't know the origin of Thanksgiving really came from the Indians. And it was really supposed to be a day of honor, a day like a prayer. They did it, and actually the Indian group that did it, their reason they came about it was they went back and they tried to get one of these tribes, a leader of a tribe, to speak to them. And his what he wrote in there was how they took how they came into America and took all the land and everything from them, and they didn't want some of the things that they were saying in the speech to be delivered to the audience. So they kept putting it off and putting it off. And then finally, one year, they decided they weren't going to let the narrative of how Thanksgiving came about to shut them out, because to this day, they still do it as a day of prayer, a day of, of honor. And of course, people have taken it and commercialized it. So most people today, they just look forward to things like Black Friday. And uh, we'll keep introducing little bits of history for people. Our folks need to know that because when people say things originated one way and there's a narrative for it, they don't give uh, Indians or people of color credit for that. So we're going to kind of keep them on that road. how can they get in touch with you? You still doing you, you and your wife doing some volunteer things, and I know on the travel program, how do, how would one get in touch with you? Basically, people they can reach me at two five two four five eight thirty seven twelve and say you're interested in the program we have called Healing Nations with Vacations, where you can either become a customer and help us with uh, helping you be able to get discount travel or you can become a distributor and being able to uh, distribute a product that we have called the Voitex. And okay, the Vo- so they can get go to the website? Website. Call you, what? Hmm? you can call me, or you can go to, to uh, www.movements, that's M-O-V-E-N-T-S, unlimited, U-N-L-I-M-I-T-E-D, dot net. And go over that again. <laughs> Because yeah. that was kind of speeding on there. Okay. Slow it down a little bit for, you know, sometimes people, when we get ready to call these numbers, sometimes if they're like me, they don't have a pencil or a pen. They got it, but they got to take a second to look for it. So we'll go back over it again because I know there are people out there that would want to take part or be a part of what you're doing and to welcome you back here to Baltimore. So can you give it to them again in, in my time, slow time? Yes, sir. 252. Four five eight thirty seven twelve, 3712 and the website is that's movements unlimited u n l i m i t e d dot net well bro <laughs> Brother Jahi, I really, really appreciate your coming in, and now we're going to have to take a break. But folks, remember those numbers, and you know, if you're not involved, then you shouldn't complain. And I tell people all the time, we can make a difference if we work together with one another, and uh, you can always feel free if you want some advice, you want us to help guide you, then give us a call. And remember, this program is being brought to you by Faces Going Places a nonprofit 501c3, and people like Brother Jahar, 
if you get involved, do something. Uh, people have t a lot of time to talk while we're bringing people in that you can hook up with, and together you can see what the strength is. And we want to really thank you for being on the program, and hopefully you'll be one of our regulars so that uh, people can hear a little bit more about what you do because I know you're involved in several different projects. And one of the things that we want to be known for is giving people an opportunity or partnering with them so that they can make their movement be known while helping us make our movement be known. So, again, I want to thank you for coming on Faces Going Places. And, folks, we're going to take a little break because uh, I've got to get off the table. My cat is trying to get in, even though he don't realize that he's still got eight lives left. He had nine. One is gone. So I better get up and open this door. He's trying to figure out who Brother Jahi is. So we'll be right back in a flash. Faces Going Places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast, where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hey, hey, welcome back. Here we are again, Faces Going Places, Nonprofit 501c3, bringing the community together. Folks, uh, we have one of the legends and a gentleman who's going to just be awesome here in the city of Baltimore. They take a lot on, and they are one of the shakers and movers and future leaders here in, in the town. And I wanted to talk to Charles, who is kind of like the founder, originator of this wonderful studio, a lot of people I meet, they always ask me if we can do A, B, and C. I can't do A, B, and C, but my friends can certainly help out in terms of production, maybe starting your own show. So I'm going to talk to my associate. And Charles, he's the man around here. He is the producer, the promoter, <laughs> the garbage man, and everything. Yes, sir. How you doing, Dr. Butler? I'm doing fine. You know, I love this studio, man. This is something a person should get to see. If they don't know anything about doing a show, just want to learn, I think they ought to get in touch with you guys because you're doing a fantastic job. I like it. Absolutely. I appreciate you uh, being here. Um, it's definitely a learning process. I'm, I'm looking forward to the growth and development of what we got going on. Especially you coming on board and being productive with uh, your podcast has been exciting. Well, you know, I want you to tell people a little bit about what a studio like this can bring to them. Because mm -hmm. I've been in New York, California, mm -hmm. Canada, and all these places. And generally when they have somebody that's doing something like this, it ends up helping the community in a tremendous way. Yeah, well, actually, currently as we speak, um, I have some young artists that are in the back and they are training their vocals and working on uh, recording themselves, getting more familiar with using the software, getting more familiar with uh, different mic techniques and also working with the engineer. Whereas, though, mm. you know, it's a little different with recording yourself versus working with an engineer being in a booth. Right. And so um, I, they're actually back there now working with engineer 
uh, Hollywood on different <coughs> methods and strategies they can use to help improve themselves as as artists. Along with that, we also do uh, production from. Uh, we, we can go from scratch because I have a couple producers that work on site where they can produce tracks from scratch that are catered to the particular artist style. And of course, we have the podcast studio. So uh, I'm looking for I'm looking to get some some live band uh, going in here because we have enough space within the booth to bring in live instruments. So I'm sure we can help you do that. I've got people calling me all the time and, you know, I've got uh well, my godsons do Fantasia, and people always send it to them to see where they can recommend them uh, to do a, a record. And a new person, they need to definitely get in touch with you. you got so many good bands out here. Mm-hmm. It's the good bands that led us to what they now call AFRAM. So um, we get the calls, and if you're out there listening, and folks, you know those bands that are in the basement and making noise, the parents want them to get out. There's a whole <laughs> right. bunch of y'all out there. Right. And so y'all need to call Charles and, and got, kind of get some guidance and see what he can do with yes. you. You can, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, I'm also a DJ, so you can find me on Instagram at DJ Knowledge. That's D-J-N-I-L-E-D-G-E. You can also find Wise Guys, which is W-I-Z-E-G-U-Y-Z underscore E-N-T on Instagram. And if you're looking for our podcast, you can just go to WGE Podcast Center on all your podcast platforms. And then you'll find what we've been working on and some stuff that's that hasn't been put out yet, but we're working on putting it out. So you'll find that on there. And um, you can always email me at business. At wiseguysent.com. And that's wise guys spelled W-I-Z-E-G-U-Y-Z. So that's that's the name of the company. Now, when a new person, say, comes into your studio mm-hmm. and they want to be an artist, singer, musician, or whatever they are, mm-hmm. a lot of times they don't know that they need to have somebody help them with the marketing, uh, help them with putting the whole thing together. Do you guys have... Uh, package. I tell you what, when we come back, we're going to discuss some of that, but they got a contact way. Right now, we got another caller that we're going to put on the line. Hello, caller. Hello. You're on the line. Dr. Butler. Hey, Artie, Artie. Hey, hey, hey. We were just looking for you. I was up on the table dancing. I'm so glad. I know you out there for a game. Where are you, my friend? I'm in New Jersey right now. We play at two o'clock. We just got finished setting up, and okay. I had to do. I'm doing a meet and greet at one fifteen. Then we play at two. Well, that's good. Well, I tell you what, you're on the air with faces going places, and I just wanted you to say a shout out to the people and let them know you guys are coming to town. And uh, oh yeah, we coming to town, baby. Hatleyville is coming. Come out to the show. We have a great time. We're gonna spread lots of love, joy, and happiness, and just. Spread love, man. Just dance and have a great time and see some great basketball, some entertainment, and just you know, feel really good about yourself. Well, I tell you what, our listeners, uh, they are so loyal, and they've been waiting for us to get somebody on the Wizards on the phone. And I tell you, the town is all excited about you being a native Baltimorean, having gone to Bowie, and all your guys that you play up here, they say, well, they're going to – bring you down to size. They can't wait for you to get in town because you played with half the people in some of these schools that are running the schools. Yeah, man. It's, it's a beautiful thing, man. I was blessed. <clears throat> we didn't really realize what we had going there, man. We just enjoying the most. But it's so many people from my era, women and men, that are doing profound things all over the world, man. And, 
and to see all the guys and women that are doing things at Bowie State, man, it's a beautiful thing, man. And last um, this past summer, I was inducted into the Hall of Fame as an individual. Oh, Two summers hey. ago, my college team was inducted into the Hall of Fame. So, man, it's just beautiful, man. Bowie State, BSU for life, man. Well, you know what, Artie, uh, because you do that and you go beyond that, too, because, you know, you got your book out and you've got some schools that you've adopted. And I know you've been in town and given uh, – uh, like articles to some of the schools that you work with. And I really like you. Most people don't know. I knew you before you were a Harlem wizard. And uh, yes, you did. Yep. Yeah. Cause my big brother, she Smith, we know each other for a long time. That's right. But yeah, I definitely have the book. out. I have the book at the game. And then my donation drive with my organization, my nonprofit will be December 17th, 18th and 19th. So we're still trying to raise money and items. We're trying to get people to give us toys. Coats, hats, gloves, and torture items. I'm just now, really trying to get. Where is that going to be, Audie? Where is that going to be? Because we see that's what we do as a nonprofit, help to connect people up for fundraisers. And of course, we've got some national clients and local clients and things like that. We try to tie into people like yourself, athletes that are trying to bring something back to Baltimore. And so we want to even one day when you're close by get all the guys and from their different hometowns and at our cost faces going places, put them on, you know, get little segments. So when we go to these other areas, other schools, everybody will get a chance. And of course you being homebred, they can't wait until uh, they talk to you. There's a whole group of people that want to talk and want to meet. And now everybody that said they went to Bowie, I can't see how everybody went to Bowie and I went to Morgan and now nobody's saying they went to Morgan. They all went to Bowie. What's up with that? Hey, it's all good, man. Black college is thriving, man. Hey, it's a hey. beautiful thing. And the more we showcase what black college is about, the more people will look at it as an option. And, you know, not all about where you go. It's what you do with, with and where you go. Like, Absolutely. It's how you impact. Absolutely. So, and, you know, our intention, our intention with the Wizards is to take you guys on a national thing with the HBCUs because you got enough business in general. But what Faces Going Places has decided that what we would do is make sure that you can get to those other HBCUs from here to uh, Florida. And with the yeah, CIAA, yeah. So we're that's what we want to do. We're about, man, the Wizards is just about impacting the world. The yep. world, everybody. Well, that's so we're about all that, man. And we just love inspiring others and encouraging others and just showing people how to have fun in a positive way, man, without worrying about what people want to say. Well, we're going to do it, and the game will be announcing that the game is going to be down at Bowie State on uh, December the 6th. It's a 11 o'clock game. But listeners, whether you play or not, sponsor a couple of the kids and help the kids get down there. Transportation and donations to help those kids. We don't want any child to miss out because they didn't have a ticket or they didn't have transportation to get to the game. Artie, we appreciate you. And, in fact, we hope that on our conference call tomorrow, you can join us tomorrow morning because we are always doing something here in the city. Most people that are here know that we are constantly, if it's not for the city, then we are not interested. And you are a star. You're a star, and I know you got to go in and do your meet and greet. So anything you want to leave them with, if you guys want to get in touch, go to YouTube, by the way. Go to YouTube and look up all of us. They can find me on my um, Instagram page. It's team, T-E-A-M. O-F-W-E. That's how you can find me on Instagram. Oh, say it one more time for him, Artie. Junior, so give it to him. State, give it to um, him one Instagram. more time, please. What did you say, Doctor? G- yeah, give it to him one more time. Because sometimes so my, in- you know. my Instagram is Team of We. T-E-A-M-O-F-W-E. Team of We. 
All right. And I want everybody to come to the game and be down there looking looking for Arthur, get some pictures. This is his homecoming, and everybody in Baltimore should be very, very proud of him. And we, we are going to take for the next two, three weeks until the game gets here. That's all you're going to hear. You'll hear him on the radio. You'll hear him on the TV. And then you can come down to the game, down to Bowie State, Bowie State University, and give me a call. Give Dr. Butler a call for groups because while this program is selling out, but if you want to come and meet Artie and see what we're into, then give us a call. You can call me, Dr. Butler, 443-650-2142. Artie, I know you got to run, man, but thank you for taking the time to call in. They're going to be hearing uh, a lot about you because uh, tomorrow morning, I know there will be a conference call they want you on, and I'm hoping that by the time you come to Baltimore and we light you up with some of those TV shows that we, we're working on, that people okay. can get to see what, you know, what a great guy you are and to our babies how they can turn out to, if they stay on the right track. It's all about the community. That, Looking forward to seeing y'all. No problem at all, and thank you for calling in. Tell all the guys we said hi, and it's going to be a hot time when they come down to Baltimore. All right, not a problem, Doc. Got you. Take care. God bless y'all. All All right, God bless you. Bye-bye. Hello, caller. You're on the air. Oh, Oh, okay. Well, folks, I I know that you enjoyed that conversation with um, Arthur. King Arthur, we call him, and you can look him up on uh, Facebook. I also saw him on Google and he's like a, a terrific ambassador for Bowie. I don't know if Bowie realizes what an asset he is uh, because Artie really sort of takes care of the team. He knows it so well now that the owner is not afraid to uh, let him come and uh, show his management skills. He has a book out, and he'll bring the book, and I would encourage people to at least be ready to buy the book so they can let the kids meet Arthur, take a picture with Arthur. But most importantly, take that book because the book will be a part of history. And we certainly are going to be backing him and pushing him to uh, make sure that th- those books are available. So whatever we can do to help out, we will do that. And remember, this is brought to you by Faces Going Places, a nonprofit 501c3. If you'd like to donate, then you can make a check payable to Faces Going Places. Contact me. Dr. Mel Butler, B-U-T, one T, B-U-T-E-R, one seven one two at yahoo.com. All right, folks, I guess we're going to get ready to get back and get out of here for this little bitty break. I've got to go and, and wet my tonsil. Come back soon. You're here. Faces going places is a 501c3 that strives to promote youth empowerment through community, unity, and educational programming initiatives. We believe in the pursuit of championing the cause of our future leaders. Faces Going Places is committed to dramatically reshaping the most economically depressed communities across the country. Listen in to the Faces Going Places podcast where new episodes will be released every Saturday on all your podcast platforms. This podcast is also brought to you by the WGE Podcast Center, your host for all your podcasting needs. Available on Spotify, Google Play, 
Apple Podcasts, and iTunes. Hey, welcome back to Faces Going Places. I tell you, the, the program that's all about positivity. If you're not positive, then you need to go and take some pills and then come back and hear us. <laughs> you are listening to Faces Going Places, and we're a show about building the community. And if you happen to be in the community, then we can build you too. Well, we know we had some fantastic guests on today, and we want to keep the show moving by telling you what's coming up in the future with Faces Going Places and our partners. Uh, one of the things we want everybody to keep in mind, there will be a Harlem Wizards fundraising game at Boys State University this coming, well, next uh, Friday at 11 a.m. So give us a call if you're interested in getting tickets for your friends or your family. It's going to be a daytime game, and we want you to, this is sort of like our calendar segment to tell you what's going on, what's happening, and how you can get in touch with us. Remember the studio, and we're going to call it our home studio. Uh, The person is right here, the founder, the person that's in charge of it. And if you thought that you could be an entertainer or somebody in your family could be an entertainer or you want to find out what you can do in a positive way in the community, get in touch with us. And right now I'm going to ask Charles if he can give us an idea on some of the things that he might be involved in that's coming up. And then when he finishes, I'll tell you about a couple of things that we have that are coming up. All right. Yes, sir. Appreciate that. So um, one of the things that's coming up is December the 15th. I got involved with a company called Two Stylish Entertainment. And so what what they're doing is they're doing live comedy and R&B inside of movie theaters. Hmm. So the next show is back here in Baltimore on December the 15th in Arundel Mills Movie Theater. It's going to be at 530 and I myself will be DJing, and we'll have um, artists, comedians on the bill. It's kind of a, a good atmosphere to just do something a little different. Enjoy, enjoying. Um, you, you know, might even let singers. me come out there. Yeah, you know, I'm not a celebrity, but I might be. You think I can get invited out there? Absolutely, absolutely. I'll sponsor your ticket too. Hey, I tell you, I like that. So, <laughs> folks, you know, if I'm coming, you know, you ought to be there. All right. <laughs> So how yeah, will they get tickets? Nice. How much are the tickets, and what should we do? Um, I have to get some more information on how much the tickets are. I believe they're fifteen dollars, okay. if I'm not mistaken. They well, may be they may be ten, but okay, I'll get back to you with that. Yeah, and we'll try to put it up on our Facebook. You know, uh, faces going places on Facebook and uh, all the other social media places yeah. that we have out there that we can make sure that that event is nice. Yes, you can definitely um, hit me on Instagram at DJ Knowledge. That's D-J-N-I-L-E-D-G-E. On Instagram, you can send me a direct message for more information in regards to the event coming up in December. All right, folks, I know that you've been out there listening to the show. I get emails all the time. But remember, we are still going to do our program called Millionaires and Training. And if you're a business person, even if you've been in business or you want to know how to take your business to a million dollars, you want to come to that seminar. This will be the first time we've been doing one in the United States uh, in about five years. We normally do them at uh, Bermuda, Bahamas, South Africa, England, Germany. This time we're bringing it home, bringing it right here to Baltimore. And it's going to be sometime before Christmas, I believe the week right after the 15th. And uh, if you are a business person, want to go in business, looking to be in business, or want to learn how to take your business to the next level, then you want to join us at that seminar. 
It's going to be a paid seminar, but for you as a listener, if you call in, I know the price is going to be reduced. It is normally like $500 per person, and I believe that as a person listening to the show, it's $200 to be a part of a Millionaire's End Training Program. And uh, it's going to be at one of our several offices that we have around Baltimore, uh, probably at the Columbia office. Uh, We'll give you more information on that. But um, it's going to be a good thing. So if you always want to go into business or want to connect with somebody that is already in business and see how you can go up to earning a million dollars, employing some people and uh, helping to get the city back on the track where it should be. Charles, what do you think? Well, I think that's a great way to go. I know you are exceptional in your, your context and the people that you're involved with. And also engaging them to be involved with um, with what you have going on, and so that that speaks especially from the the callers you had today, and then the ones you had last week. So um, I'm excited to learn more about all the things you have going on because you're a man of multi many talents. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> you know, <clears throat> when I got this the tag of Genesis Marketing. Mm-hmm. Most people don't know what it is. And I, I, I made the definition when I first started, maybe back in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But if you'll Google technology commercialization, mm-hmm. just Google that. And that definition is what I gave to the world because nobody was really doing this. Mm-hmm. And there are only three other people in the United States that I know that are capable of doing all the things. So for our listeners, when you go and Google that, it will give you the definition of technology commercialization. Because believe it or not, even most of your politicians, very few people know about that. Now, if I had been somebody else of a different persuasion, probably everybody would know about it. Mm -hmm. So it is on there, and it is something that from baby, from the cradle to the grave, Mm -hmm. is something that will benefit people if they take hold of it. The word is technology commercialization. You Google it. It will tell you basically what the definition is, and then you'll understand why we do what we do because it's just not madness. There is a system to it. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Why did you choose uh, the word Genesis? Well, because it's from start. Mm-hmm. When you have an idea, you many people say, I had an idea, and then one day I looked on TV or I heard on the radio, that was my idea. So Genesis means from the beginning. Every product, it doesn't matter. Every product, every movement starts from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's Genesis. What most people don't know, it's a marketing term. Most of our people in our culture have used the marketing term for just sales, sales representative or a public relations type person. But commercialization means from the very beginning of the idea through all the stages. In other words, you've got to have the idea, and ideas are all around us all the time. Mm-hmm. If you made a telephone call from here to California, see, my kind of brain says, wait a minute, all the people that that, that call has to go through, how does it go from your phone to the person out there and go through all the people, the millions of people that it has to go through, and then that person on the other end can pick up and accept that it's you? Mm-hmm. See, people used to walk around if they, had a, if they were talking to themselves or talking in the early stages of earphones. We would think that person was crazy. We turn around, we look at him. Yep. 
He's crazy. Now, if you don't hear people talking, <laughs> then you think that they're in another generation. The exact opposite, right? Yep. That's funny. So all the things that, that are in between, I used to tell my students when I was teaching, anything in between the idea and getting it to the marketplace, that means that that marketing person helps out financing, helps out with the commercials, helps out with the advertising, helps out with the prototype. They don't do it, but they put you in the right direction to do it. Mm-hmm. As an example, when we had our center and you had an idea, an idea has to be put on paper, so somebody has to draft it out. Then you have to have a prototype. Well, since we don't do prototypes, we were connected with Georgia Tech, which is nothing but an engineering school. Mm-hmm. So I would send something from, say, from you to Georgia Tech, and they would look at the feasibility. First of all, they take our word that it's something, if developed, it could get on the market. Then they would get their engineers to draft out the draft for it, and then the next step would be the prototype. Then they would have to test the prototype to make sure it does work. There were six centers that took the evaluation stage, and we were the marketing person, sort of like to direct them where they should go. Mm-hmm. Then on pricing, that person, Genesis person, you have an item, it's new, you don't have a price on it. So how do you price it? You go to somebody, maybe like myself, and based on what it has to go through, we do a recommendation of how you should price it for it into the marketplace. Uh, Reggie, who was on uh, our last show, has a sock that is a shoe. Right. And he bought that seat. And yeah. that company is in the phase right now. You can't buy it because really you don't know what the real price is. So they have to get that marketing person that's doing true marketing to come down, look at the product, check the research, and see if it's a need for it. And then we get that on the on the market. Yeah. That sock was pretty interesting. Well, shoot. <laughs> rather. <laughs> that was pretty interesting. Yeah. So we're gonna I, do I that. thought about that because, you know, um, by me being a barber, I stand on my feet a lot. So yes. when he broke down the fact that uh, a lot of times our feet get weaker or should we say uh, um, softer because we use so much cushion in our shoes. And they make the shoes so different now. See, they used yeah. to make shoes with a purpose to support your feet. Now they just yeah. make shoes to, to sell. Yeah. There's more and money was, put in the design. It's funny that he said that um, the uh, – what what was the shoes the uh, the ones that they used to play basketball in? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, Converse's. Yeah, yeah. Converse. He said mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. they were actually better for our feet than the ones we had today and, with and all the cushion. Yeah, Afila had a good one too. Yeah. Was, uh, so uh, that was interesting because I thought about that this weekend because I I just moved my shop location and the uh, I don't have a, a floor mat just yet. So I was standing in my shoes. And I was just thinking about that as, as far as strengthening my legs to be able to withstand, you know, standing up. Because as barbers, DJs, and yeah, nurses, people, nurses, nurses, doctors, stuff, uh, yeah. even the, the uh, wizards want us to bring some of the shoes. Because when I talked to the owner about it, he figured it was great for them when they practice. When they practice, right. Mm-hmm. Strengthen their legs. So yeah. that's the good thing about Genesis Marketing. We are on top of things that are trying to get in the marketplace. Mm-hmm. So we hear about things that the people never hear about, like the Hot Pockets. Nobody right. knew what a Hot Pockets was. That's a good example of commercialization. Right. One of our clients did the all-purpose sauce. When you go in the store now, all those kind of things, they are brown. They used to all be red. Uh, they were all red. You uh-huh. could not find right uh, a barbecue sauce that was in a dark color. 
So when our client introduced that and McCormick made it, you know, they you had to get a person to manufacture it. Mm-hmm. All of that is a genesis. But now you can't find a uh, all-purpose sauce or barbecue sauce that's red. Mm. <laughs> so this show, as I said, as we go on and we unveil some of the people that we've worked with, remember these are the inventors, then you'll see how it works. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, I tell you what, uh, <laughs> I don't know about you, Charles, but this has been a very, very exciting day, and the hour just goes so fast. It does go fast. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got good people. And to our listeners out there, you want to tell a friend because you might have an idea or you may support something that will je- catapult you to a, a, a position or a level that you never thought you could be at. You don't know. So working together, our ideas, because as a barber, you may come up with some way that you can cut people's hair. Not not mine, but um, <laughs> you could do something. See, you never know what there's a little genius in all of us. Mm-hmm. And most people are afraid to let it out. The millionaires and training, our Hall of Wizards games. Remember, we didn't have the Hall of Wizards here uh, 10 years ago. Most of us didn't know the name, who they were. And now this is the sixth annual time. So even a basketball game goes from zero to hero because they do the basic steps in marketing that it takes to move that. Never assume that you can do it all, and it's no disgrace to call on other people. All right? So, look, I've been excited about this day. Oh, yeah, it's been a great day. And so, folks, be listening. We're going to be reaching out to you so that you can join us the next time. And for all of our staff and everybody involved, Faces Going Places, uh, we bid you a happy holiday, and we'll be talking to you soon. 